0: The following podcast may contain mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Glenn, and welcome to the Glenn Thinks Stuff podcast. The podcast where I just think about stuff, and then I tell you about it. So, how was your week? It's finally the weekend. How did it go this week? My week was kind of stressful. It was kind of a stressful week because I felt pulled in a bunch of different directions because I had to be a lot of places every day and I had to get a lot of things done. But I did them and I think that I kind of perform better under pressure sometimes because I just handle business and like go down the list and take care of everything and then you have a sense of accomplishment and can be like a mm, little pat on the back and bowl of ice cream for me hmm. but anyway I'm not going to talk about that I'm going to talk about podcast things because that is why I'm here right now and you really probably don't care it would be really boring if I. well last week I talked about suicide and this week I'm going to talk about being stressed out I'm not going to do that to you So, before I get into my podcast today, somebody actually this week told me, they said that I should do a cosmopolitan, like, quiz on my podcast, and I said, well, I don't even know what that is, but I will do that, because I take suggestions, so I decided that I was going to do one today, and I went online, and I just found... I just Googled cosmopolitan quizzes and I just picked a random one and I haven't looked at this, so I don't know what really the deal is with this, Uh, but we're going to go through it together and we're going to, the one that I selected was, it's called, what kind of sexy are you? And I've never really thought about what kind of sexy I am. So, uh, so I guess we're both going to find out right now. Okay. Let's see. How do I do this? Okay. Here we go. It's your guy's birthday. What are you getting him? Oh, so this is like this is for a woman. This isn't, this isn't even for a man with a beard. But so I guess this is going to kind of be like what kind of sexy would Glenn be if he were a woman. All right. So if it's my guy's birthday, what am I getting him? That's terrible movie you watch on your first day. That's kinda of my... some tasteful nudes paired with an invite to come to your place. You've got a surprise to show him. I don't know about that. A customized mixtape of your favorite songs together paired with his favorite dessert. Oh, that would be it. I would make a mixtape. Uh yeah, with a dessert. A I love to cook. I would definitely do that. I'm not sending them nudes and telling them to come to my place. I don't got no surprise to show them. I want to just eat, eat cake and listen to music if I was a lady. All right, so let's see. You're out with friends and you spot a cute guy eyeing you. You walk over and start up a conversation. Wit's your best quality? Now, that might be it. Make eye contact and smile sweetly. You've always been... About the subtle approach? No, that's not me. Wink and motion for him to come over. Your body will say the rest. Well, if I was a lady, I probably would have a pretty banging body. And I do like to wink. Um, I guess I would wink and motion for him to come over, and my body could say the rest. Let's go with that. All right. When you're trying to look cute while talking with a guy, you... You don't do cute. you rather just make deep eye contact with a sensual brush on the shoulder or two or three or four instead. Give him a playful jab with a laugh. Twirl a lock of your flawless hair. Oh, man. I don't even know. I would give him a playful jab with a laugh. That's what I would do. That's what I would do in case you were wondering, listeners. What bra is your spirit animal? Okay, so this is crazy. This is crazy that I'm actually doing this. Maybe I should just stop doing... No, I don't want to start over again. I'm already invested. All right, so what bra is, is Glenn thinks stuff? spirit animal? A plain white bra, it doesn't really matter since it's coming off anyway. A black lace elaborate borderline BDSM piece. The more complicated, the more fun. I don't even know what BDSM is. Is that like... That's a term that I don't know that I'm not gonna Google because I don't think that I need it in my brain to do the rest of this podcast. A pastel ging- gingham baby doll set. Uh I have no idea about this one, guys, so it's any meeny money, a plain white one. All right, what celeb knows your soul? Scar Joe T Swift J Law. I don't know who these people are. Taylor Swift, that's T-Swift, right? Uh, Scar Joe. Who is Scar Jo? Is that Jennifer Lopez? No, that's Scarlett Johansson. Ah, see. Jade Law. Is that Jennifer Lawrence? Taylor Swift or Scarlett Johansson? Let me think about this, because I want to know what celebrity knows my soul if I was a lady. Alright, so, Scarlett Johansson, I don't really feel like she knows my soul. Taylor Swift is kind of, I don't know about her, because she she's kind of gotten kind of strange. But maybe if I was a lady, I'd probably be a strange lady, so she might know my soul if I was a lady. Or Jennifer Lawrence? J-Law. I guess that's who that is. J-Law. If I was a lady... Well, I like Jennifer Lawrence in some movies. I'd say Taylor Swift because she's gotten kind of weird and I would be a weird lady. So T-Swift, baby. Alright, we're getting through this, people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's your dream date? Glenn thinks stuff. Oh, only a candlelit dinner you cook together, then a romantic stroll, and a night spent under the stars. Well, I talked about that on my mini, so looking up in the sky like an idiot. If it was a super blood wolf moon, I wouldn't be into that. Dream dates are overrated. Watching the game together works just fine. Forget the date. What happens in the bedroom is what really makes a night unforgettable. No, I thank you. Um... I would just say watching the game together works fine for me. Because if I was a lady, I would say that I would rather do that than have an unforgettable night in the bedroom because that would I want to forget that I even am doing this right now. All right. Okay, so the watching the game. Real question. What's your favorite part of sex? Oh, my goodness. The pillow talk after you like feeling close foreplay. The hotter, the better. Seriously, the sex itself and multiple rounds. Oh, man. I can't believe that this person told me that I should do one of these quizzes. Maybe I should take a different quiz, because this is just terrible. Okay, well, actually, I'm going to pick one and not tell you what it is. How about that? You're going to a party. What do you wear? A very cute sundress and flats, a bodycon dress. Duh and a little under it. I don't even know what this is. Skinny jeans and a silk blouse with heels. That just sounds like me. If I was a lady, I would wear blouses and I would wear heels like I would wear huge heels. So I'll do that one. Is this thing about over? This this is the longest intro in the history of Glenn Think Stuff Podcast. The last time it didn't work out with a guy, what happened, honestly. He just never got how much he liked him because you were so too shy. He said he didn't have an emotional connection with you despite like a lot of physical. He saw you as one of the boys. I, I would say that he saw me as one of the boys because I am a boy. What's your sexual fancy? Alright, getting it on while his parents aren't looking during a holiday bash. This is horrible. I apologize, people. Acting out that kiss in the rain from the notebook Mile High Club. I've never seen the notebook, but I'll just say that one because it's the least dirty and I'm keeping it tight. Alright, so... Let's see. What kind of sexy are you? I am fun sexy. So... Your wit and banter sizzle hotness, and you know how to make them laugh, which keeps things fun just about anywhere. You may not be able to do the whole sacred romance or sex thing since that whole serious thing just isn't who you are, but your girl-next-door charm makes up for it. Like Emma Stoner, Mindy Kaling, you're crazy, approachable, smart, and always bring a good time. Well, that's good to know. So if any of you were wondering... What kind of sexy I would be if I was a lady. Now you know, and I guess that's good. So, all right, let's try to get through the topics that I have to talk about today. Uh, last week I talked about some heavy stuff, and this week I'm talking about not some strange stuff, but some stuff that usually doesn't get talked about a whole lot, or at least on podcasts like mine, and I know that everybody thinks stuff, and a lot of people think stuff that they never talk about, And on my podcast, I try to do it in the most tasteful way that I can, but I want to talk to you about what I think about. So the first thing that I have for you this week is that it's just something that crossed my mind this week while I was at the grocery store. I know what you're thinking. That's just a exciting life that you lead. And I know that it is, but try not to be jealous. So I was in the grocery store, and I thought, you know, I've never seen a little person in the grocery store. Like a little person. I've never seen a little person in the grocery store. And I thought, that's weird. Because I've seen little people all kinds of different places other than the grocery store, but I've never seen them at the grocery store and I said well that's just kind of weird Glenn and you know they have to eat I thought they have to eat you know just like anybody else and there hasn't been like the grocery pickup that people do where you order your groceries online and then pick them up that hasn't been going on for I guess that's come on the scene maybe the highfalutin grocery stores have done it for longer than maybe the past five years but just regular normal grocery stores like everybody can't afford to shop at highfalutin grocery stores and I guess guess there's really no grocery stores that are really highfalutin grocery stores I just like to call certain grocery stores highfalutin grocery stores but So I was like, well, what's the deal? Why not? Why haven't I? And I was thinking that, you know, if a little person goes into the grocery store, and this isn't poking fun, and this isn't, you know, making fun of little people. I'm just stating facts. They can only reach, if they go grocery shopping by themselves, a little person could only reach maybe 65% of the stuff that's on the shelves, right? And I was like, maybe 70% if it's like tippy-toes. And so I was like, well, maybe then they would go with somebody that wasn't a little person and then they could reach everything because the only other option would be that they would have to settle for the stuff and, and cook with the stuff that's lower, you know, that they could reach. And that's just stating facts. Unless you went and got somebody to go through the whole grocery store with you, that would just be probably the only option that you would have, right, as a little person. I just tried to put myself in a little person's shoes and think of what, you know, what I would do you know, and I wouldn't want to ask somebody. I'm tall. So when I'm in the grocery store, a lot of little old ladies ask me to get things for them. And I always do. I don't have a problem with it. I would actually, if a little person met me at the front door and said, you know, I need you to go into the grocery store with me and reach everything, I'd be like, that's cool. I'll totally do that. You know, because that would be something, that would be a nice thing to do. And I'd tell you about it on my podcast. But I was like, well, if I was a little person, what I just learned, like, I, the tricks are on the top shelf and I really want to eat the tricks. But, you know, I just had to learn to eat checks because that's what I could reach. I was thinking, like, is that really the mentality that some of them have? Because what if there's a, like a hermit? that is like antisocial and they don't have, they're not married and they don't have family around living around them. I would probably order my groceries. But if I was like that, if I was like a little person that was a hermit, then that would be my only option would be just to eat what was lower and cook what was lower in the grocery store. So that was a thought that I had, but can you imagine, like, going for a sale? If you saw a sale and were like, man, that's a really good sale. I want, to, I want to buy that. And you're like a hermit little person and you get there and you wanted to get these oyster crackers and they're on the top shelf. You'd just be like, no! <laughs> but, you know, little people do face a lot of struggles that we don't think about. You know, that people that are not, I guess, little think about. I don't know the proper terminology. I feel like I'm walking a really fine line right now. And I don't want to feel like that because I'm just being honest. And I'm just acknowledging. I'm really acknowledging. I'm having a good time talking about it. But I'm just acknowledging little people's struggles. Yeah, you know? And if you're a little person and listening to this, I'm totally not making fun of you. I'm thinking of what it would be like to be in that, like to be a little person, to be in that place. You yeah. know? And I feel you, and I'm acknowledging it. And so I was thinking about some of the struggles, and like public restroom hand dryers, that would be bad if you were in a public restroom and... Had to use the hand dryer, because unless you stood as far back as you could, you would probably have a bad hair day after that. That's that's one thing that would probably happen, you know, and you would never get to ride roller coasters. That's kind of messed up, because you have to be so tall to ride roller coasters, and I actually think that there should be, there should be like a theme park for little people, not... Uh, not just exclusively, but rides designed to where they could ride, you know, and they would be tall enough to ride every ride in the park because that's just kind of messed up. Because you can be a grown up little person and not get to ride a roller coaster, and I think that that's just needs to change. They need to design them a little bit differently so that everyone can. I guess maybe it should be aged. Maybe they should put like an age limit on it instead because you don't want to make it, you know, roller coasters that are really huge and scary. And then, you know, like a five-year-old that's really tall come up and be able to ride it because I don't know if that's a good idea for a five-year-old. There would probably be a lot of five-year-olds that were emotionally scarred if you did that. So maybe that's not the greatest idea. But it's a work in progress. I'm still working with it, Yeah, And the little buggies, they already have the little buggies that kids push around the grocery store. So I guess that that that's the kind of buggy that I would use if I was a little person and went grocery shopping. It's just a weird thought. It's a weird thought. I knew a guy one time that was married to a little person, and uh, it was just like we didn't acknowledge it, you know, because it was just kind of that social... Socially awkward to talk about, you know. I guess I mean, it's people are people to me, so it doesn't bother me, but I don't know. I'd kind of like to know what uh, how that works with the whole grocery shopping thing. So that's something that I thought about this week, and I narrowly escaped that topic. I hope that I didn't offend anybody. Or if you did get offended, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just, I'm just talking, and it's stuff that people think. So, let's move along to another topic that I thought that I would talk about today. Uh, let's talk about special needs people. In case you're still listening, let's think about special needs people for a minute. All right, and and my disclaimer before I really go into this is let me tell you a little story real quick and then I will get into what I wanted to talk about when it comes to special needs people, right? So this is just a quick story I'll tell. When I was younger, a teenager, like maybe I want to say 15, 16-ish, I actually worked at a camp for special needs people, right? And the way that it was designed is I went early and it was like a volunteer thing and a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of teenagers, I guess, high schoolers or is that junior high? I think that's high school, 15, 16. Uh, we went early and did the trainings and everything. And then we got assigned, um, to different campers that we would hang out with for the week and, um, go through the camp with the, different campers so it was really cool and it was really fun and it was really memorable it's something that i'll never forget right and i made a bunch of of good friends uh with the other uh counselors i guess we were and we were all young and we were kids and um and like a lot of really good people i met at this camp and they actually had a uh they actually had a talent show at the special needs camp. So if you've never seen a talent show for special needs people, that is something that you need to see in your lifetime because it's just great. It's great. Like the whole, when a lot of people perform, like say an amateur talent contest for whatever, if it's just random talents that people have and you have maybe 75 50 to 75 people at this talent show, there's always going to be this, this, I don't know, like kind of stage fright or or what are they going to think of me type deal. But just the confidence that special needs people have is great. And I think that it's awesome that (laughs) <laughs> that that uh, that they did this right and actually the guy that I work with was actually a lot older than me and um his talent was rocking in a rocking chair they pulled they put music on they put music on and this guy would get up there they put a rocking chair we put a rocking chair on stage and he would rock in a rocking chair to the song right how awesome is that right I want to do that. I think that I would be awesome at that, right? And I was a teenager. I was a sloppy teenager. And this guy was just like an adult, but I just hung out with him and got to go through um, the camp with him, right? Well, on a little side note, while I was at the camp, there was drama because I was a teenager and there's always drama around teenagers. And so I was up there, and they had a family day where family would come up and see their campers, see their family members, and hang out with them for the day. And this was actually the day of the talent show. It was like a big, big, huge deal. Well, my girlfriend at the time came up to the camp to see me, right? My teenage girlfriend came up to the camp to see me. Well, when she got there... I didn't know, I mean, I didn't have a cell phone back then. That was in, I'm not going to say when that was. You can probably know the age that I kind of am, but I didn't have a cell phone. People didn't have cell phones back then. Rich people had cell phones, but teenagers such as myself did not know teenagers that I knew had a cell phone back then, maybe beepers, but I didn't know when she was going to get there, and I was like, that's cool, yeah, and she showed up. Well, I'd made a lot of friends, so I was hanging out with this big group of um, counselors because the campers were at some kind of activity, and a good amount of people in the group that I was talking to were girls, right? Well, as soon as my girlfriend at the time saw that... It was like drama city happened. You know, like the jealousy, the teenage jealousy that there is. And I guess emotions and, and what do they call it, hormones are going crazy when you're a teenager. And so, yeah, what you think, you're like, oh, I'm in love, love. But all it really is is just infatuation, you know. And what's crazy about being a teenager since I'm going down this rabbit hole right now, is that you make a lot of decisions that you make when you're a teenager. Those follow you for the rest of your life. And it's, it's, it's so weird how life is set up to where those are the years where you're kind of determining where you're going to go in the future. You know, that's a, that's a horrible design. You know, the decisions I have made as a teenager, you know, the. Whew. They got me in some stuff, people. They did. They put me in some predicaments, let me tell you. But, you know, I was in love at the time. And she showed up and she was like, other girls, hmm. you're cheating on me with all the other girls. And I was like, what? What is going on in my life right now? And so that was like a moment, a glimpse of reality, like a glimpse. I came to a realization, you know. Um, I came to a realization that because I didn't have many times during my teenage years, I don't think, where I had moments of clarity. (laughs) (laughs) But that was one of them. When I saw the jealousy, I was just like, oh, no. So this probably isn't going to be forever, huh? And so I decided shortly thereafter that I wanted to be single. And, yeah that's the nice thing about being single you know that's the nice thing about being a teenager the breakups is that you can make a clean break you know and if there's any drama you can just say well um I'm gonna go be over there no no we're not going over there together you'll stay here and I'll go there there is away from here <laughs> feel free to use that people and be slapped <laughs> but anyway so special needs people right I was thinking this week why is this group of people called that why are they called special needs and I was like well they may need a little bit of help to function within the society That people that aren't special needs, I'm saying, I'm doing parentheses with my hands right now, since you can see me, (laughs) that is like what we call them, because they might need a little bit of help to function within the society that non-special needs people will say, you need to do this and this and that, right? And I mean, the terms in the past, like terms like, well, you know the terms for the old terms for special needs people that they used to say way back in the day. I guess mongoloid was one. Retarded was one. I guess that was... Those were back in maybe the 50s, 60s, 70s. I don't know. I haven't heard uh, the term retarded when I was young, so I don't know when it changed to special needs, but it did, right? And I was thinking about that. And I was like, well, that's kind of messed up because we all have special needs, right? All of us have needs, all of us have needs. So why are, are people with mental disabilities why are they why is that term used, right? Because I'm not offended. I'm not offended at all. I'm just uh I just wanted to know why, you know? And so I started thinking about it and I started thinking about how they just need a little help. So um why wouldn't you just say need a little help? Or I was, th- I was also thinking about how some people require a lot of emotional support and emotional attention all the time. And I was thinking about how that's a special need, you know? And, like, if I get hurt, if I get hurt and I require medical attention and, say, I get a burn on my hand... And I have to go get it treated by a doctor, and then there's something that I have to do every day. I have to change the dressing on it. I have to put, like, antibiotic ointment or whatever kind of salve, (laughs) whatever kind of witchcraft salve from the Amish people that I get to rub upon it. I got to put that on my burn, right? And so I have a special need, right? If you have a flat tire, you have a flat tire. You have a special need. You have a need that everybody else in the world doesn't have when you have that. We all have special needs all the time. So I'm saying, just like I've said that I wanted to bring TT back, I say, let's just call them happy people because they all, well, maybe not all of them. I guess I can't generalize. A lot of people that I've met that are called special needs um, seem to have the happy thing figured out, you know. And it's something that I think eludes a lot of us, you know, because we get so caught up in the rat race and we get so caught up in stuff in life that really doesn't matter that... And they don't. A lot of them don't. Maybe some of them do, but a lot of them don't. And they're just the happiest people that, you've, that you'll you ever talk to, you know? And I actually had a relative that was special needs that actually died uh, before I was born. And I wish that I could have gotten to know him because, like, I just kind of connect with those people. And even if... Even if... uh even if I don't know what they're talking about. so I, I had a conversation with a happy guy, a happy people, a couple months ago. And I really didn't understand most of what he was saying. I could make out some words here and there, but I really didn't know what he was saying. But I just kept talking to him and saying, that's cool, man. And he was happy talking to me. He was happy. I was sitting there listening to his his stuff, his stories that he was telling me, and... He was probably 30, late 20s. And we had a good conversation and a good interaction. And sometimes, sometimes that's all you got to be to people, you know. And that really, that really made me happy. I don't know about him. He might have walked away from me and and said, that guy has some special needs. (laughs) But, I mean, you can connect with people and... It doesn't, it just doesn't matter. And I just, I thought about that this week and it brought back all those memories and the teenager. It kind of brought back a whole lot into my head. And I was just like, oh man, that's a lot of crazy business. (laughs) As far as I went, because I was a a kid and just an emotional, emotional turmoil, deep emotional turmoil. But it's just something cool to think about. So, uh, I hope that that didn't offend you in any way, the, but you're special needs. I'm special needs. We, we kind of all are, and we're just going through life and doing the best that we can, and so that's my two cents. So I've talked about little people and special needs people, and I need to take a break after that and just stop talking a minute to reflect And by reflect, I mean take a TT break. But at this point in my podcast, I like to do a promo. Do you or someone you know struggle through life with anxiety-related mental disorders? Ever get that feeling that you are one of the few? I'm here to tell you that you are not alone. Take a journey with me as I talk about key points in my past, and how they may have led to me being diagnosed with anxiety and panic disorder. After which we will talk about different ways to tone down the anxiety, and maybe even beat it together, on anxiety, The easiest way to remember the name is by thinking about how one searches for a state of Zen in the midst of the anxieties of life. My name is Gerald, and I'm the host of Anxiety. Alright, so I'm not going to keep you much longer. I have one more story that I want to tell you really quickly. So, I don't know, maybe about two or three months ago, it was last year. So, maybe in the fall of last year, I don't know the exact date. And it really doesn't matter. I don't know why I'm even spending time trying to talk about it right now. But I was at the movies with some of my friends, right? Right. And we were there early. It was the weekend, so we didn't have a lot going on. So there was a group of us, and we went to the movies. And we were early, and the lights were on at the movies. That's how early we were. That's how sad my life is. I have time to just go sit in a movie theater before the previews even start. Isn't that exciting? And then you eat all of your popcorn and candy before the previews even start, so by the time the movie starts, you're just sitting there all fat and greasy and disgusted with yourself. But anyway, so, whatever, Glenn. We were there early, the lights were on. So this lady came in to the theater, and I saw her out of the corner of my eye, and I'm talking and laughing and not paying attention at all, and she's looking around everywhere, right? And so, I kind of stopped the conversation that I'm having and just, you know, what's up with this lady? You know, let's, let's see what's going on with this. And she was looking for something it looked like. So, um, she came up to around the place that we were sitting, which was kind of in the middle, maybe towards the top. And, um, and she said that she had lost her phone in that movie theater. Right. And I don't know, I didn't ask her if she had lost it. I don't know if she lost it the night before. It didn't look like she had just left. It looked like she was retracing her steps from maybe the day before or something. She lost and was looking for it. And, you know, being the good, nice guy that I am, I was like, well, if you tell me your phone number, I'll call your phone. And if it rings in here or we we can hear a buzz because the movie's not started, then, you know, we'll we'll find it, you know, because, I mean, they say silence your phone at the beginning of the movies, but honestly, who does that, really? I try to. I try to do that and reach in my pocket with my buttery fingers, but there have been times when I've not, because I was like, if my phone goes off, I'm pretty quick. I'm pretty quick with the old mute, the old Dexter ringtone. <laughs> but, so I said, you know, if you tell me your number, I can call it, and you know that that'll be that. And she gave me this dirty look, right? And I didn't think about, I didn't think about it at all. She was just like, well, it's not here, it's not here, and um, and she left, right? And it wasn't until it was bad. It probably wasn't until hours after that happened. I said, oh, I just got shot down, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> like, she thought that I was trying to get her number, which I guess that would be a smooth move, you know? But it was like I was just trying to be a nice person, and that thought didn't even cross my mind. I was just trying to help, you know? And she, I was like, why that lady look at me mean? And I just, it just didn't dawn on me, because I'm like, oh, good movie and candy and popcorn. And then after, a, a couple hours later, I was like, wait a second. And then it kind of made me mad a little bit. And I was like, well, somebody needs to eat a big bowl of don't flatter yourself. <laughs> you know? It's like It's like, lady, I didn't ask you to sneak popsicles into the library with me. I was just trying to be a nice person and help you out, you know? And so, I don't know. I just thought that was weird, and I thought about it today, and I don't know why I didn't bring it up before. There's a lot of things that I don't bring up on my podcast, but I was like, man, I got rejected by somebody that I didn't even pursue, (laughs) you know? So that happened. And uh, maybe I'll start doing that. Maybe I'll start doing that to people where, like, I'll turn around in the bookstore and look at a lady and be like, uh, no thanks. (laughs) And she'll be like, what? And I'll be like, no, I'm good. And then just walk away and give her a story to tell. You could do that anywhere. Wouldn't that be hilarious? If I just went around in my life now just rejecting people that weren't, that, you know, just rejecting people that didn't even try to pursue me or, I didn't try to pursue them. I could just... I guess that's being on the offense, you know? And there's a lot of dogs in the world. So, I mean, maybe she's had a tough life and and has been hit on a lot. It's, Lady, you didn't get hit on by me. If you hear this someday, lady, and you know who you are, you're in the movie theater looking for your cell phone. I was just trying to be nice, right? I was just trying to pay it forward and be a good guy. And you did me dirty. You did me wrong is what you did, lady. And so I just wanted to get that off my chest today. Yep. Anyways, (laughs) thank you for listening to the Glenn Think Stuff podcast. I appreciate everybody that's been listening. I've seen a little bump in my numbers for uh, people that listen to my podcast lately. But I really don't pay a lot of attention to that because I really don't care that much. It makes me feel good that people are listening. And I hope that you enjoyed this podcast if you do you can leave me a review on itunes if you don't you can or you don't have to it doesn't really matter it's just it's just the thing that people do on itunes they say oh i like this hmm. and or they'll give you one star and tell you why they hate you either way it's fine with me but if you want to hear me talk about any certain topic that you may have you can email it to glenthinkstuff at yahoo.com glenthinkstuff at yahoo.com and I'll talk about the thing that you want me to talk about after I ponder it. Like Winnie the Pooh. Think, think, think is what I'll do. Like Winnie the Pooh. I just wrote that. as a rap song. If you want to follow me on Twitter, that is my only social media account and I don't see how all these people have Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I can barely handle my Twitter. But if you want to come and be on my Twitter with me, um, I'm a perfect gentleman, and I'll help you find your phone. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Glenn, or at Glenn Think Stuff, I think that's my handle. Yeah, at Glenn thing Stuff. See how organized that I am? I have no notes in front of me, and I'm actually recording this podcast right now in my car in a parking lot right now because that's how I do. If I feel like going somewhere and I want to do a podcast, I'll just take my laptop and my microphone with me because that's how professional I am. When other podcasters are talking about sound, I'm just like, (laughs) yeah, you should totally tweak that and do that. Uh, Yeah. I'm an idiot and I know it, but I'm okay with it. I hope that everybody has an awesome week. I hope that... um, You're good to each other and be good to yourself. And what else do I need to tell you? Oh, I saw a Big Lebowski teaser. I saw a teaser with Jeff Bridges for the Big Lebowski. And I don't know if a new movie's coming or if it's just a Super Bowl commercial. If it's just a Super Bowl commercial, I'm going to be totally bummed. I'm going to be totally bummed out because I love the Big Lebowski so. But I hope that all of you have a great week. And I'll talk to you next week. Peace out.